You must be 18 or older to listen to this podcast. When I snap my fingers, I want you to sit down on this big fucking tent pole, and I want you to sit down all the way. Matt and Ouija. No hesitation. You get that thing lined up with that butthole, and you sit straight down all the way. That's right. It's time for the big gay sex show with the two big studs themselves. You know what I want. Now give it to me. Give it to them, guys. And here now they are. Matt and Ouija. Sick. Just sit all the way fucking down on it. Oh, for God's sake. Sick. Hello. Hello. Well, in the big gay sex show, the daddy years, and um, um, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are there. We are at the daddy years. We are. I am months away from fifty. The big five zero. Oh. So it was my last couple of months in the forties, and I'm very, very sad. So keep in mind. Why? Why? Why are you sad? Because it's a number. It's a very powerful number. Really? Yes. Does it own you? It does. Hmm. Just like your dad. Well, I don't know. But. Anyway, this is a, we're not doing a formal show uh, today. We're just shooting the shit, talking. Is that what we're doing? Doing the thing, yeah. Is that I what mean, it is I mean, I do today? have a, a couple things if we, you know. In, in fuego? What yeah. does fuego mean? Fire. Fire. Ah. Fire. Deep <laughs> on my Well, any folks, um, I did want to say... A little PSA. Oh. Um, so <coughs> yes. recently, for those of us that are HIV pause, okay. keep in mind that if you are experiencing anything out of the ordinary, it may be your medication. Mm. Keep an eye on your medication. Keep an eye on your side effects. And, you know, if you had it really good under one medication that you had, you know, think about talking to your doctor about changing back. Yeah. Yes. So I, I, I'm just saying this as because I had um, a really rough experience. Um, but when I changed back to an old medication, I am feeling so much better. So much better mentally and physically. So Yeah. Yeah. So um, just keep in mind that sometimes uh, what you, you might might be, you know, experiencing some sadsies and you're not exactly sure. You know, keep in mind that, you know, if you change medication regimens, uh, change anything about your, you know, uh your um, supplements or, you know, your full-on meds. So, you know, just keep in mind those things and take a look at the side effects. Right. Uh, so, because you got COVID mm-hmm. and so spiraled you down. Yeah, so I was already on a questionable medica- medication and my doctor's already apologized. Um, so I was trying to, like, lose, uh, trying to get a jump start on losing some weight. So he's like, hey, well, there's this regimen that's, you know, rather uh, archaic um, that might be right for you for what you're trying to do. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well, and the truth of it is, is I, I didn't really jumpstart trying to lose weight. I just was trying some old uh, methods, hoping that they would, you know, once again work. Um, they weren't working as fast as I'd liked. So I noticed that one of the, um, one of the side effects of the medicine I was on two medicines ago said that, 
Well, excuse me. Said, oh, burpy, burpy. <laughs> I just had French fries, folks. Um, so, anyways, but um, one of the side effects was that um, it, there would be weight gain. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, maybe the weight gain is tied to that. So the doctors are like, well, we'll try this archaic medication. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it and see how it goes. Well, when I got COVID, it spiraled me super fast. So, and I was having liver problems in like no time. So. I asked to go back to a medication I knew was a surefire medication that, you know, kept me undetectable, kept me feeling decent and mm-hmm. feeling good, and that's exactly what I'm back on. And it's been a couple months now, and I, I noticed a complete change uh, in my energy levels, um, you know, the whole bit, because I was having the liver problems from the last medication. So, you know, keep in mind that, yeah, when you're not feeling well, it reflects in every aspect of your life. So, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that is a good thing to to be aware of. And not only with HIV, but if you have any other things going on that you take medications for. Because, you know, I have a few medications that I take, and I, I need to always kind of check in and make sure that they're working for me. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be either adjusted or adjusted. try something else. Lately, um, last couple of weeks, I have been off the chart horny. I have been jerking it like two to three times a day, mm. and I've been like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. enjoying this, yeah, it's nice to be popping them out left mm. and right, and then I noticed the last couple of days that I've been, like, well, it didn't help that, like, Saturday night I went to a dinner party, uh, well, not a party, but like a, a little dinner thing across the street, and uh, I had I don't usually drink except maybe when we go to the bar, I'll have a drink. But um, I drank a. Uh, hold on, hold on. He had yeah. a Bartles and James, folks. Yeah, right. No, I'm not as lightweight as you are. Uh, um, I had a tequila margarita, and I had a vodka bloody mary was it a tequila margarita it, wah, wah, wah. actually it was really good that was like the mm. best margarita mix i'd ever had what um, flavor was it uh it was kind of a strawberry mm. and then uh he put like actual you know cut up strawberries in it and mm. it, it just it was really good anyway i didn't get smashed or drunk or even you know maybe a little tipsy mm. but like the next day i was just fucking wiped out I gotta ask you though. Yeah. But you didn't get smashed, but did you get smashed? Nope. Smash, smash. No, trust smash, me. Smash, there smash. was no no uh, no smashing going on. Um but uh well, that's sad. I wanna hear you got smashed. Then uh but anyway, for like the last, you know, five days or so, um the kinda I've been super tired and then the, my interest in jerking it the last couple days has just been like practically nil and i'm like oh man what's wrong with me maybe i need testosterone maybe i need you know like oh why can't i get my shit together and oh i'm just falling behind on all these projects and i had to remember okay so (laughs) so you've been jerking it nonstop. Mm -hmm. so any energy that you have from that you know and then on top of that you drank which you normally don't do and then you had a couple off days. Today I'm feeling myself again. So, but I was like, I had to kind of remind myself, okay, you know, mm-hmm. just because you have a down day doesn't mean that. Yeah, that's you know, your new, new to, normal. Right, exactly. To whereas with you, 
you really went through, you know, like consistent. Oh yeah, my body went through hell. Yeah, and then so. also too. So like, uh, I quit smoking like you know seven years ago, eight years ago, mm. and uh, I've been on these damn nicotine lozenges ever since. And it was like my 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 uh, my baby blanket, my uh, what do you call it? I don't know, but um, when you didn't have cock to suck. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. On like I'm, I'm really oral. I'm not really oral, <laughs> yeah. folks. I wish I was more oral. I do. That's a, that's a tub, subject for a tubject. It's a tubject for another show. Uh, so um, yeah. So anyways, but um, you had to get more oral because I'm like, I'm, I'm more than okay I'm sitting back and being like, hey, go ahead. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> like, if I records, he's like, unzips it. He's like, rock and roll. Uh-huh. You remember that part? Which one? Empire Records. Remember, everybody was in love with oh, uh, yeah, Rex, yeah. whatever his name. Yeah, took me and, a sec. Um, and yeah. yeah, and so the uh, yeah. blonde girl brings him his lunch, and and, she, and she's like, "Do you need anything else?" And he's like, he ends up his pants. He's like, "Rock and roll." <laughs> but anyway, so I watched um, that in a long time. But where was I now? Was I going? I was going with um, yeah. So you know, a little side note too. Um, you know, as we get older, folks, you know. We're going to have, like, di- you know, bipolar energy, bipolar, you know, days mm-hmm. of, like, you know, you feel really great one day. Yeah, hell, you might feel really great one hour, and the next hour you're a little, like, bleh, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, go with it. Don't fight it. Because you fight it, you're going to get depressed about it. Don't right. do it. Well, and that's kind of what's been happening to me, too, is that I've been having a number of, like, lethargy, uh, lethargic and not... Mm-hmm not focusing real well on work stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself, you know what? It's an ebb and flow. Yeah, Some yeah. days you're, I'm totally fucking on it, and other days I'm just not. And it doesn't mean something's necessarily wrong with me. It just no. means that I'm just having a day where my mind's like, I don't fuck this, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I noticed, a, I noticed a real, you know, um, more so than ever, that if I stay kind of, you know, regimented on what I eat... Mm-hmm. And don't drink too much to excess, um, or at least not too many days of that a month, you know. Yeah. Um, you have your fun days of, you know, a couple extra beers um, or, you know, wine, you know, glasses. I don't know. But whatever you drink, just, you know, yeah. you know drink responsibly. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, since this is not our standard show, I mean, I think we should just be totally real on, on I think one of the things that we're not real about with men especially as gay men mm-hmm. is growing older you know what I mean mm-hmm. we don't really talk about it that much right. I think we're all in such fear of growing older that we don't talk about the days when okay here I am in my late 40s and things are not my dick still gets hard my mm-hmm. dick still comes but yeah. as far as um, you know your your emotional your, your emotions you know your priorities in the world Mm-hmm. Um, all of that starts to shift around, and it shifts around so much that you don't know what the hell is from day to day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like anything's petering out. It's just that my priorities might shift from like, oh, today I just, oh, my God, I would do anything to sit around a goon just fucking all day, you mm-hmm. know? And then the ne- next day I'm like, you know what? I got five million projects to do. I really need to, like, you know, just beat one out real quick and then get to my projects. And I've been having to find – I've been finding – my most productive days are when I just beat one out real quick in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I go about my day until I need to beat one out later. <laughs> and you know what I mean. So I'm not like you know, not like you know, withholding from it because mm-hmm. I mean I've got too much to do. I'm a single person in a huge house uh, that's my house that requires a lot of maintenance. Uh, 
and a lot of projects, <laughs> a lot of projects going on. And yeah. so I got a, I got to keep in mind, you know, one project at a time. Uh, I got recently got lectured and schooled on that, and actually, it, it's been serving me well to remember one project at a time. Who did that? Charlie. Mm-hmm. And then you had some moments. <laughs> I was the one who told you to. And a- actually, this is advice: if you if mm-hmm. you're getting overwhelmed by you have too many projects to do, I will tell you the best thing to do, even if you're not that type of person, is just make a list. Every now time that. something pops into your mind, make a just write it down. It doesn't matter if it's a, a linear list. It doesn't matter what if you have anything that's going on. And you're afraid of forgetting it, write it down, and then just set it aside until you're ready to deal with it. Now, I will say that, yeah, Charlie lectured me a couple months ago on, on one thing at a time, yeah. but Matthew uh, recently lectured me about you know, doing the list. Ever since I've done that list, I have been able to, my anxiety level when it comes to house projects mm-hmm. has not been as intense. That's cool. So, yeah. So, I mean, I do have a giant, like, you know, um, page of, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I have Projects. I have my Google Calendar mm. is fucking flushed out Wait, with your what? my Google Calendar. Your Google? Yeah, my Google. Uh, and um, I have sticky note thing on my computer screen. I have sticky notes. I have my notes on my phone. <laughs> like, because mm. I, I, I just got to that point once where I was like, you know what? I am just killing uh, myself trying to you know remember mm-hmm. fucking everything and i'm forgetting shit left mm-hmm. and right in fact yesterday i forgot that it was the deadline for an article that i have to write so that's funny because you just said that i'm like yesterday i forgot to boom boom so <laughs> finally at one point in the day i'm like oh my god i gotta go now anyway oh, oh, well, it was, it was well, very refreshing all right yeah kidding. that's how that goes right yeah oh and it, it, did, you, did you see what i sent you earlier on on the twitter Oh God! Oh, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I yeah. finally, folks, I finally got to. Uh, He's I've been, been looking for this for so no, long. I have no. not. <laughs> I just wondered what, why I've never, I have not seen it. Yeah, but um, yeah, this morning I actually came across the so you uh, don't see a them, fart fetish, them. a fart fetish uh, um, content creator. I'm like, what? Mm, and and the guy, the guy's like really hot, and so I'm like, you know, I, I had the damn phone on um, silent. <laughs> and sometimes when you silence it was one, deadly. the next time you go up, you, you, you're it's on silent again. So all of a sudden I unsilence it, and all I hear is you know the, the sound of farts. <laughs> my God, bless America! Why? Because <laughs> that's not that's not my thing, and I'm not really you know faulting you if it is, but yeah, you know, the whole flashlight uh, thing is not really my my bag. So, um, but yeah. here's this really hot guy, and I'm like, we go through his stuff, and all of a sudden I like un- unsilenced his clips, and I'm like, oh no, and and it's just a nonstop fanfare of farting. Yeah, yeah. So a little disturbing, and I had to send it to Matthew because that's the way it goes. Yeah. See, I since you told me what it was, uh-huh. I didn't click it because I'm like, no, I don't really feel I need to be exposed to that. Well, and, and the bad thing is, this guy is a really good looking guy too, and you're like, oh yeah, but he gets off on farting people's faces. Yeah. Um, eating farts, you know, it's the whole bit. There was a there was a young and actually I've talked about him several times on the show. He's the one who's all like. Can I ask you a question? Can I pee on you? And, <laughs> and like one of his last ones that he did before I finally said, okay, you know what? Even even trying to indulge your fantasy is just not happening. Uh-huh. Was the would you would you let me fart in your face? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, 
Even fat guys, you know, for cute chasers, have limits. Uh, and that's mine! <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I, I actually, I, I've known about that, of course, for a long time, because I, had, I grew up with a friend who then later told me that he had that fetish. Mm-hmm. And about farts and, like, uh, being with somebody and then, like, them farting and then pulling the covers up over their head and everything. And I'm just like, you know, I that's actually back then I was a little bit more immature. So I'm like, eww, <laughs> gross. But, of course, then later on it was just like, okay, well, whatever gets you off, but no, uh-huh. it's not my, not my bag. Not my bag. And that's another thing, too, is getting older, too. Like, uh, at the dinner party... Um, there was, uh, some, uh, one of them pulled up, uh, um, like, I don't know, two guys fucking on the phone or something. Everybody else was all like, oh, Tone, I don't want to see that. And they showed it to me and I'm just like, oh, I think I know them. You know, it's just like, you get, when you age, you also kind of get like, eh, whatever. Seen it, seen it, done mm-hmm. it. Get over your issues. Yep, yep. No, I was thinking about mm-hmm. that as well the other day. Because I noticed that, that, like, there are certain guys that when I was younger, I would have been like, no, I'm good. Yeah. You know, they just had a certain look or something. Mm-hmm. And, and as I grow, have grown older, I've, like, kind of embraced people's differences differently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, sure, yeah. there's some that I'm still like, uh, I wouldn't want to do that with you, but... Mm-hmm. You're hot. If you want to do anything else, let's do it. You know, right, right. Speaking of Logan Stevens, um, yes, who, yes, little Logie, uh, yes, who I think is an absolutely beautiful man, uh, and I love his hair too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little shaggy sometimes, but well, I just which think is funny, he's got. It reminds me of my dad and his friends growing up. Uh, my, yeah, you know, me I mean, of that was really too. that look. Yeah, that was that look in the seventies, eighties. Yeah, amongst yeah. you know, like guys, the whole of, Clint Eastwood kind of. Well, that it, it, a lot of it is a lot of the military guys when they came out of service because mm. they could only ever have the short hair. Mm. They all kind of like went with the hippie look, you know. So I mean, they weren't hippies because they didn't have to let their hair go too crazy, but right. they would let it get about like you know, little little almost shoulder length. Yeah, like the lower collar, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I think he's a beautiful man, but mm-hmm. I saw a video of him today where he's. You know, got his legs in the air and he's bent over and he's spread open. And I'm like, girl, that hole's been used Aww. many, many times. <laughs> well, I, and, and, and that's my only hope for a lot of these guys that, man, we, we lost after. Lemons, people. Lemons. <laughs> a lot of these guys that we lost after, I, I worry and hope that they have a secondary, you know, um, that they want, you know, that they either have like a talent, you know, they're going to, you know. Um, base the last half of their life on, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, you know, um, go back to school right. or, you know, try something new because, you know, yeah. uh, just a reminder for you only fans and, and, you know, porn, uh, industry is that options get a bit limited as you right. go on. And that's, that's not to say though, that they can't. But you, living, you need yeah. to transition from your, okay, I'm a hot young guy into I'm a hot guy into mm-hmm. I'm a hot daddy into I'm a hot grandpa. Like the one of the guys that we're actually probably going to be talking to, uh, you know, in, in future shows here not too long is, uh, what was his book? It was L.A. Oh, I yeah, I've... I've um... Yeah, we follow him on Twitter and we'll, we'll link him, mm-hmm. uh, but... Um, 
he did adult stuff, right? You read mm-hmm. you read more of the book than I got a chance to. Well, he he, he was doing um he was doing Broadway stuff and um mm-hmm. he was uh in a lot of musicals. Mm-hmm. And then he went on on and uh to do adult films. Yes. Yes, Queen. <laughs> but but yeah, and and now he he does a bunch of he does adult stuff, and he talks about you know his experiences in in his book. And I wish yeah. I had it ready to just pull right up. Oh dear, oh. L.A. See if it just pops up. Uh, yeah, no, a reminder, really folks. Monkeypox is still out there. Please, uh, you know, yeah, we'll get vaccinated. Talk about that, but uh, anyway, um, but we're gonna be talking. All right, go up one. In a, oh, um, really? Go up two. There you go. Anyway, we'll talk about him in a later show, too. Uh, but uh, anyway, L.A. guy, you know, he that's one of the things that, you know, he has transitioned into still being, you know, like kind of a, a sex pot, sex but, pot. you know, doing it as, as a, a hot daddy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I like that there is a market for that now because there, when we were younger, hot daddies were... Late thirties. Oh, you know, you which know? is funny because yeah, and also too. I mean, you know, the standard practice was when you're a twink, you're a bottom, mm-hmm. and you're a power bottom, and yeah. you're you know the the bottom of the year at the Gavin or Gabby's or Grabby's or you know whatever. Yes, yeah. And then um, you know you, you ditch out on a couple of years, you go find yourself, and you come back as a as a daddy. You've eaten a sandwich, yeah, or two. And you've let your hair grow out instead of just shave. Yeah. And now you're a big daddy. Jeff Stryker turns 35, and they call him daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Um, to underage kids, because, I mean, at 35, <laughs> you still would be having underage kids. Uh, unless you started at 15, then Well, then, 20. okay. Then, so fewer, yeah. Yeah, but most people don't start at 15, or you shouldn't. Shouldn't encourage that. Well, in my family. <laughs> Oh, they're pregnant at fifteen. Oh, wow! They waited so long. Now, I remember a, fr- a friend of mine's, uh, you know, his kid sister, came up pregnant at fourteen. Yeah. And they forced her to get married to the other fourteen-year-old, <laughs> and then forced her to keep the baby. And I'm like, oh my god, at fourteen, ooh. I know. I didn't know shit from Shiola. Right. From at fourteen, I'm like, oh. And you're gonna have to try to to do that. I mean, I couldn't even keep my fucking egg alive in seventh grade. You know, remember that practice. Um, but, uh, my, yeah, my cousin, uh-huh. she was, she was 14 and he was, I think 17 or 18 mm. and they made them get married and she but, decided to keep the baby. I mean, you can't even have, have a worker's permit at that point. I know. You can't have a worker's permit until you're 15. I just, I, I, uh, I don't know. But I, I mean, I grew up with, you know, girls who, who got an abortion at an early age yeah. and I mean, they were able to go on and, you know. Fulfill many of their life dreams before they got stuck and right. stuck with a kid again. Um, but I do feel for those ones that were fourteen because I mean the ones I know that were young and were forced to have the kids at, at an early age really never came out of transitioning from a kid having a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. It, it, they never the, became an adult. Yeah. And they were a kid that had kids. The um, the the one that I was talking about, she had the kid, and he grew up to be a complete fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, she. Any other kids she had, she 
you've yeah, had to your personal life experience yeah. goes into how you raise kids. Right. And if you have no life experience, exactly, you're not yeah. you're not giving those kids anything. You know. Yeah. Any you know like. And then hope. she and then uh, when she finally became an adult, then she became the mom who hit on the son's friends because uh. she was still stuck in. Uh, you know, yeah, she yeah. may be, you know, holding down a job and doing adult things, but she was still stuck in, I never got a chance mm-hmm. to grow up mode. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had no chance to, you know, be a, be a prude or a whore, yeah. uh, you know. Right. Um, any of these things, it's just bam, bam, you're an adult. Yeah. And here you are, not even old enough to have a, you know, learner's right. permit or... Well, and that's why, I mean, if you look at our equivalent people, kid, guys who were literally in their teens at our age who got HIV mm-hmm. and they never oh, had a yeah. chance to have a life. No, no. And many of them ended up on the street yeah. and the whole bit because... And those that survived, I mean, mm-hmm. were so fucked up by whatever medications did come along Yeah, a lot that of, uh, they just never got a chance to really, you know, it was pretty Make sad. more of themselves. Right. But, so have we depressed you at this point? Because... Let's see. Uh, growing old is um, one of the things that I've always said, and I've said to this one too, and I've also said to my friend Nephi, who throws it back in my face, um, that when I age, I'm going to be glad because I get to. So many of us didn't. That is true. That is true. And count, you know, count your blessings where you can yeah. with that. I mean, I know that not all of us are, on, you know, have the same, you know, hand in life, but you know. Right. And I'm going to do it gracefully. I'm going to embrace it, and I'm not going to become, at least I hope not, you never know, because it seems to happen overnight, when those curmudgeonial people, you know, queers that are, like, <laughs> constantly on next door going, ah, this fucking bitch, you know, oh my god, <laughs> you know, or I went outside and there were there was a, a piece of trash floating on the street, people are suck, you know. And I don't want to be one of those, and I also don't want to be one of those, you know, creepy old guy. Okay, here's here's the thing that I'm at now. I have experienced in the last few years. For those that don't know, I have turned I have turned fifty one. Um, I have experienced a little midlife crisis stuff. In that, you get to a point in your life and you realize, hey. This isn't going to last forever. The whole, you know, the the thing of youth where you feel like you're immortal um, has, you know, you realize, okay, what do I want to do with the rest of this time that I am not necessarily promised? So let's see what I want to do. And one of the things that I wanted to do was age gracefully and, you know, not, uh-huh. you know, not... Uh, well, turn yeah. into a stereotype one way mm-hmm. or the other because yeah. we know a lot of stereotypes that have become uh-huh. the creepy old guy and yeah. you know that are like dude stop touching me <laughs> um and then we've also known others that have turned into the oh my god here he comes you well, know yeah. he's gonna bitch about something mm-hmm. we, we've known all three and i like to think there's three types so there's the yeah. just the grizzled old gnarly tree uh-huh. and you're grizzled before your time you know what i mean yeah you're grizzled before your time you look like an old ashtray whether you smoke or not mm-hmm. um you've allowed yourself to get all just uh 
everything's bedraggled looking. Right. Her hair looks terrible. And trust me, even if you have that, there's going to be some some cub twink that's going to find you hot. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> and, and that, that's, that's a thing. But I'm just saying yeah. the ones that are just like, okay, I, I don't have to, you know, I don't yeah. have to. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't have to put any more uh, right. or caring into my appearance anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's that one. Then there is the one who is like, I will stay young at all costs. And I will look yeah, like an yeah. anchor on some you know TV station mm-hmm. in South Florida. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, here I am 60 trying to look like I'm 25. Yeah, everything's pulled back. And, you know, the thing is, is that somebody that I just mentioned, uh, Nephi, uh, one of the things that gets me about him is he looks younger than guys that are practically half his age. Okay, and I'm going to say this, and this is going to be horrible, but he's got the Mormon gene. The Mormons, <laughs> the one thing the Mormons did right was that they oh, created gosh. a super race of skin. Oh, they did. Okay, whatever. They did. Actually, They're the sacrifice right is Russians. at the temple. But, but the thing is, is that, yeah, he is, I mean, he looks hella young and all the time. And he's like, I will go into old age kicking and screaming. I will have, pl- I will be Joan Rivers if I need to be uh-huh. and have everything nipped, tick and, you know, uh, nipped and tucked, et cetera, et cetera. And I, you know, but that's a type of, like, I don't know. To me, that's... I don't want to say, you know, if that's your thing, do your thing. But to me, you can still do that to an extent to make yourself oh, yeah. feel better. Because that that's fine. But when you get to a point when you look like the... Uh, I well, don't want to be mean, but, you know, like that guy that had so much plastic surgery make himself look a, like a Ken doll... Mm. And it just didn't really. I mean, I guess he was happy with it, but everybody else was just like, "Oh, well." When your skin is stretched so tight, that yeah. it's shiny, that's when it's time to stop. Folks. Yeah, when so, when your your nipples are your your the color in your cheeks, you need to take a step back. Well, and, and a lot of that is as like I I know some people who do it responsibly when mm-hmm. they do monkey with you know things. Box. You know, they oh. will um they'll just go ahead and Botox their forehead. You know what I mean? And yeah. their thing is, so they have their deal, and actually it seems to work for them. I'm not saying this will work necessarily work for you if you mm-hmm. are in the camp that wants to look young forever. But this bunch just has their forehead touched up. They don't have right. your eyes touched up because your eyes are, are the, what you know catches people in their most you know um, id self. Mm-hmm. When I look at somebody who has had face done, it's typically because they had their eyes done. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you like immediately recognize somebody that's had plastic surgery, it's usually because they've had their eyes messed with. Yeah. yeah. Now the the guys I know who give me you know a lecture about just getting the uh, just getting the um, um, the forehead done, mm-hmm. um, you know, look great. They look great. Right. They just don't have the the lines on the forehead. Well, and that, that's because I don't. I don't think there's, there's anything wrong with having a little bit of work mm-hmm. done, especially if it makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah. But when you are literally, if you are, you know, in your late 50s and you're trying to look like you're 25, yeah, yeah. it's like a then problem. you need to find some way to embrace yourself and do a little Botox on your forehead. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're trying to hold on to it, it's... It's not mm-hmm. working. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you know, just, unless if, you're Dolly Parton. If anybody knows anybody that does scrotox, please send them my way. Oh yeah, I am. I do want to talk about, about that. I mean, I don't see why. I mean, you're 
your scrotum is perfectly fine. Uh, mine, I think that if I ever... Okay, here's here's something about getting older. It The scrotum, for a lot of guys, does drop. Like, things do kind of mm. plop, okay? So... Un unbotoxing for me if i lost a lot of weight um i would probably have mine like taken up a bit <laughs> like seriously yeah, like that's <laughs> like they would probably be going to get a bag much, lift yeah it's in a bag lift yeah i would actually that is something that i would probably do yeah um but that's that's me and but yeah to me Aging gracefully doesn't mean that, you know, you just go along with whatever you're given. It just means that you're real about who you are. And, you know, when you reach a certain time of life, your your experiences are, are fucking awesome. Your experiences are who makes you you, and you should embrace that. So we've gone through the first two. Yeah. I said that there was three. Yes, please. So the third mm-hmm. will be the... Individuals, and we all know them, who are so angry, Ugh, yeah, and so political, and or so judgmental about the generations that have followed them. Mm. So you know, just you know, keep keep <laughs> keep your eye on that too. That's not healthy either to um, get all nutbag about you know the world that we're in. And how it's not the way it was when we were young. Mm-hmm. It's true. It, it, it's not, but it's never meant to be. I mean, it's, right. it, it, this is an ever-changing process. And, you know, our, the next generation will have a completely different experience than we will. Or actually, it might be the same experience, just different wording. Right. But, you know, here we are, and we're all going to have, you know, our unique, individualized lives. And that's a beautiful thing. So, you know, keep in mind that, you know, your experience is not wrong. But are you being too hard on yourself? Are you being too hard on others? You know, take a look at that. You know, actually ask yourself, uh, and where is this coming from? Where, is this coming from a legitimate place of concern, or is there a place of jealousy? You know, right. because we're all dealing with that. We're all dealing with, uh, like I was in L.A. Like, you know, um, this past week, and, and uh, I, I did have a couple of guys on the street hit on me, but I realized it wasn't because I felt that I was similar to them. But it was the daddy factor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things, too, and, and um, I have friends that like make fun of guys that like younger guys. And it's not even a thing of... Um, I realized, too, that sometimes when I see a younger guy, it's not even like I'm attracted to them as a younger person. Mm-hmm. I just... I, I, they, something about them takes me back to a time when I was their age. Yeah. So the first thing in my mind is not, oh, they're younger. Oh, hot, you know? Mm-hmm. No. That first thing that pops into my mind is, oh, I remember when, you know, Jeff and I used to, like, blah, 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 and, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, Shane yeah. and I, blah, 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 you know, yeah. and, like, Dennis, you know, the, I mean, so it takes you back to a time back when you were young, and they're a reflection of a moment in time. It's, it's not even like you're getting off on their youth. You're getting off on their memory of when you were in that place. Right. So yeah, and you had much more experiences with that. I didn't really come out into the community fully until my late twenties, and even then, I didn't really have a lot of experience with other people until almost like twenty nine, thirty. But I'm so, sure that you still, even today, 
there's people that you will see on the street that will make you remember uh, when you were 29. Yeah. Or 21, and mm-hmm. you, you knew some you some checker or bag boy at a grocery store. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that, you know, so don't necessarily, you know, write people off as, as you know, um, um, chicken, you know, chicken hawk. Right. You know, as yeah. much as maybe they are just having a memory mm-hmm. of when they were young. That, that, that's a that's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, that's a friend of ours is like that. You know, he's not even, he's not, he is still so mentally in a place where he went, he was enlisted, mm-hmm. you know, um, during the Vietnam era. And he loves guys that look 20s, 30s. Mm-hmm. And here he is in his, you know, 70s, you mm-hmm. know. And it's for him, it's not the fact that the guy is young. It's the fact that the guy reminds him of other men, servicemen during his period. Mm-hmm. When he remembers his life at the best that it was. Yeah. So, that you know, so uh, it's, yeah, it's not a thing of, um, you know, yeah. oh, he's a young guy and that's all he wants. No, right. he's living on a shadow of a memory, yeah. you know. And so, you know, keep in mind, you know, that... Uh, Everybody's after, you know, the youngins. But yeah. sometimes watching the youngins reminds you of how life used to be. Mm-hmm. And for us old people, right, it's lovely. And another thing, uh, when, right, another thing is culturally in that, that time period is that we need to, we need to start lightening up a little bit about the youth who didn't have to experience the level of repression that we did. Well, yeah, I know. Cause I mean, and, and keep in mind too, folks that we did all this so that they didn't have to. Right. You know what I mean? So, and the ones before us did all that they did so that we didn't, wouldn't have to. So right. that eventually a world could be done and made mm-hmm. to where somebody is not going to be based, you know, on who they love. You know, that's merely just another. Right. And that, and for us, I think we had so much of that as talking points. I mean, honestly, we have we've ever buddy who is pretty much in our generation even 10 years well i guess yeah about 10 12 years ago said gay marriage will not happen until we are old you know if if even then it may never happen and then suddenly in 2014 it's completely legal across the board in the US and that was like the biggest fucking thing for us to see something like that. And then later divorce, <laughs> gay divorce was legal. So, That's I mean, right. it, it is kind of when we see these privileged little brat, and I'm speaking in, in broad terms here, uh, spoiled little bratty gay boys who are just acting like complete mm-hmm. assholes, privileged assholes. And, there is a tendency to look at them and go, you little bitches, you need But we fought for them to have that. And, you know, whatever yeah. life experience that they're having, even if they're brats at the moment, they'll grow out of it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we we wanted them to do that. Mm-hmm. And we needed, we needed that for all of us. So, I mean, not yeah. just for us. We needed that to know that the generations to come would have a safe place to step into right. and that the longer that we could uh, you know keep that going right the, um the less likely it becomes for them to take that away from us right i mean as we're seeing now is that you know we're not 
that far into acceptance mm-hmm. to where they can't start. We can't. Serving we it can back, lose it. You know, it's yeah. definitely. So, I mean, and that's where we're at now. And 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 I kind of want. I feel bad because I kind of want the kids to kind of get a feel for this. You know, hey, this could actually happen. So right. they don't ever let their guard down too much to where they're like, oh no, this can never happen. This right. can happen. Well, it's the same thing with you know, like interracial marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's been far enough along that people are like, oh, that could never. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, they just set precedent. Mm-hmm. If they take away our marriage next. Mm-hmm. You could lose that very easily. But I wonder how that would work, though, because so many of us are so inter- intermixed now. Yeah. So I, I don't I mean, know that it, that one would necessarily... Honestly, it's one of those things that logistically, mm-hmm. logically, it won't happen. Mm-hmm. Well, because I honestly think that where they'll aim could. first... Yeah. Where they'll aim first is trans, because trans rights have been the latest rights. To, oh, yeah. They're you know. attacking poor trans so, people. So like, equal crap. rights for um, people you know, of gender, you know, difference... Yeah. You know, is the latest. Um, yeah. So it'll be them. They'll have to strip away first. And mm-hmm. then they'll come for the gays and lesbians and bisexuals. Yeah. And then, you know, so I mean, it's just, it's very unfortunate that we're having to like watch our backs again, you know? Yep. Because I think we all thought, we're, okay, right. well, we're well past this. This is, yeah. you know, this is all, you know. Now uh, we can just be mad at the kids for non experiencing the crap we went through. And now we're like, oh God, please don't let them have to go through what we went through. Well, and then part of me is kind of like, yeah, give them just a little taste, you know, just so they remember. So they know that, you know, you well, know, not remember because they wouldn't, but yeah. they, they just have an idea that, oh, maybe we're not as. Yeah. And well, we need to keep an eye on our backs, too, you know. That's true. But I, I think that there is one thing I will say, though, is is with the uh, Black Lives Matter movement and, and a lot of the LGBT and especially the trans rights movement now, the, the younger, they are really energized. And outspoken and out there, and uh, it is really wonderful to see that that they are fighting for their rights. It's a party. Well, that's what we did back in. Uh, uh, okay, so who is your, who is the hottest Beastie Boy? Oh God, that's the one with the beard. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know when when it was Beastie Boy time when they were in their prime. Mm-mm. I think I, probably the front guy was the one that I thought was the cuter one. Yeah, I thought the guy with the beard was mm-hmm. the hottest. It took me a little little to get into the, the beard thing, but then when I went there... Oh, but Lee guy, yeah, you're right here. He, he, was, he was hot. I used to jack off to him, too. Yeah, well, yeah. come on. There was three of them. At that age, who that wasn't point, like jacking off right? Yeah. Oh, no. All right, people. Um, so this has been a little bit of Aging Real Talk. We invite yeah. you to be part of this conversation. These are just our opinions and some ideas that we're throwing out there that we've experienced, and we want to know what you are thinking and experiencing. And, uh, you know, next time we'll add a little bit more big Oh, sexy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was a... But we need we need to. This is something that's really important. We are the daddy years, and guess what? Sometimes daddies have to talk to you and just let you know what's up. Right? Yes, like Ma- Matthew's. You should see Matthew's. Uh, Matthew's everything is like turning to Halloween. He is as bad Absolutely. as where the hell was I yesterday? And there I had Halloween crap up everywhere. Oh my god! That's one of the things. It's like okay, I I am totally down with the autumn. The autumn and the Halloween and the Samhain and the let's let's do this, but there is a, a slight uh, turn that like I need at least till September first to adjust and yeah, 
So, anyway, uh, sorry we had to pause for a moment, but we are back, and we just want to say thank you for for listening and for hanging in there. And please, you know, feel free to participate in the discussion. Um, hey, currently, LGBTQ people of color in America have a disproportionately high rate of new HIV infections. Golden Rule Services wants you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. Pre-exposure prophylaxis, or PrEP, is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV infection. If you think PrEP might be right for you, Visit your local sexual health clinic. That is wonderful. Hey, did you want to read this one too while you're at it? Monkeypox is a rare disease in the same family as the smallpox virus. Symptoms usually start within three weeks and include flu-like symptoms, rashes, and sores that can look like pimples or blisters. The illness typically lasts two to four weeks and is spread through direct touching infected areas of skin. Body fluids, intimate contact, and touching items such as clothes, bedding, or towels used by someone with the virus. Learn more at cdc.gov. This information was sponsored by Golden Rule Services. SACGRS.org. S-A-C-G-R-S.org. Yes! And so, what? No, no, just, um, you know, I, Sacramento was trying its best to... Um, to get fully vaccinated, and I think we're we're pretty darn close. Yeah, and um, good. doing well. So, um, hopefully, your areas are taking it seriously and responsibly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, not not all all states are um, doing as well. Um, you know, there's like Florida that apparently is not you know keeping people informed very well. Of what's happening, so just you know, keep if you're hearing us and don't know much about monkeypox, please you know go do your homework, right? Because it's happening, it's happening, folks. Yeah, definitely. Whether people are you know uh, getting the news or not, it's still happening. And it is nasty. It is fucking nasty. You do not want it. Exactly. And so, and the vaccinations come in two shots. So typically, I administer 28 days apart. So um, there's the first days. shot. Monkeys. Oh my god, I saw that movie. Uh, <laughs> yes, I did too at the movie theater, and it was horrifying. Yeah. But um, and I will. St- I'm still mad at the person who took me. But anyway, um, <laughs> because they did not inform me that it- I have a. I I love horror movies. I don't like gore per se. Yeah. But uh, zombie movies are always a bad bad choice yeah. for me because they will give me nightmares, like World War Z. That gives me nightmares. Yeah. But um. Anyway, so um, monkeypox, so 28 days between shots. But um, so what I, I've known several people now who, who got the monkeypox after their first shot. So although they were spared the uh, searing pain of the monkeypox, the actual pox itself, mm-hmm. and the splitting headaches and just the, the absolute discomfort your body goes through, which I, from what I'm told is very similar to those that experience shingles. So, um, uh, and shingles is a very, very painful, uh, very painful experience for those that do get that. Um, and if we're not all careful, then, you know, we might all get it. So, you know, do what you can to try to avoid getting shingles mm-hmm. in your older years. Um, but when you're 50, you can get vaccinated from that too. There you go. It's again, two shots, two shots, <laughs> pop, pop. All right. So, Hey, write us at the big gay sec or well, go visit our website at biggaysexshow.com. Or... Send your feedback to show at biggaysexshow.com. 
call, give us a call at 408-692-4827. Once again, 408-692-4827. Join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bgss. And follow us on Twitter, which is not safe for work, definitely, at Matt Ouija. Read us on Reddit at r slash biggaysexshow. Follow us on Instagram at biggaysexshow. And you can find all these links and more over at allmylinks.com slash Matt Ouija. Ah, thank you so much for uh, listening, folks. Sorry, I got pre- preoccupied. It is still work day. Um, so... Yes, and yes. I've got a meeting here shortly as well. So oh, yes, you do. We are, we are like... We're outy. We're kicking Outie 5,000. All right, we'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay, remember hugs, tugs, and lots of loves. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the mailman. Bring me my mail. Mm-mm. And then ah. make sure that you wash afterward, monkey pox, you know. All right, bye. Monkey mailman. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.